0: welcome to the Families Arising podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru and I'm excited to welcome you to this podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, family, faith, and life. And so I'm excited to be your host and I hope that you can stay connected to our community here. And if you never want to miss another episode of our podcast series, all you have to do is go to our website at familiesarising.com org forward slash podcast and get yourself to listen to all our previous episodes as well. So let's get started for today's episode. This week, we get started in our new podcast season with our new series, Thrive. It's a series that is focused on on supporting you to thrive in your assignment, in your purpose, and in your relationships. So over the next 10 weeks, I'm gonna be sharing with you practical wisdom with you about this series. So don't forget to stay connected um, and check the link in the podcast notes to join the Thrive series and to also get a copy of the Thrive devotional. And we're going to be looking at 50 different devotionals throughout this whole 10-week period, and we're going to be sharing amazing resources with you in the series. To sign up for the Thrive Study Series, just go to our website at familiesarising.org slash thrive. And I cannot wait to connect with you in our community. So this week, it is week one of our Thrive Study Series over our Families Arising. And for this episode and for the next episode, Um, In this series, we're going to be talking about mindsets, and we're going to be sharing practical tools with you about the mindset that we need to thrive. Okay, have you ever seen a child or even an adult ride a bike without a helmet? I'm sure that you probably have seen a number of people in that category over the years, right? In my home country, Nigeria, a few years ago, Commercial bike riders were a thing, and they were not even mandated to wear helmets as they serve the public. Okay, so you can only imagine what that was like. You can imagine that a lot of people got into trouble, you know, coupled with the fact that there were bad roads and it was so easy to, to get into a bomb and to have an accident. Casualties increased, many people were left with horrible damage honestly speaking, to their exterior, okay? If you ever had got, got into a fall on a bike, just know that there was no protection. And so at some point, the government mandated the use of helmets and we're like, oh, thank God, finally it's over. Is that what you'd expect to happen? That wasn't what happened, right? A number of the riders had devised their own means of just setting those helmets on their heads on the head of the passengers without strapping it in properly or without ensuring that they had the right feet on those passengers. So of course, if there was ever a slight bump in the road or any kind of mishap, the helmet fell right off. That helmet that was supposed to be the protection for the head of a person in the event of a fall or an accident would fall right off. What kind of protection does this kind of helmets that is not featured properly provide? Nothing. It didn't provide any kind of protection. And I remember very well when my own daughter started to ride or learn to use their skates or their long boards or penny boards or any of those boards, we were very emphatic. We were like, no, you have to use your protective gear. We are very adamant about it because we are concerned about their heads and their protection. The head of a person is a vital part of our bodies. And we always try to do whatever we can do to protect ourselves in times of danger. And one such incident, I remember very well. My, my I think was, my daughter was about 11 at that time. And she had been riding about around the neighborhood with her friends. And I just found a police officer <laughs> right on my driveway. On that day, I had my garage open. I was doing something in the garage. And it was in summer. I wanted some nice cool breeze. And so my garage was open. So I saw this police officer coming toward me. I was like, what's going on? And I saw my daughter come in front behind him. I was like, hello, what's happening here? And this officer told me that my daughter had bumped into something and fallen in a really bad way right in front of his house, just around the neighborhood. And so he brought her home. She was badly bruised. She had injuries. We nursed those for days. But her head was protected. And that gave us some hope, right? In the case of an accident, helmets are designed to spread the impact to the head over a larger area and prevent direct impact to the skull. That's what helmets are for. I would never try to prevent my children from participating in any kind of sports they wanted, to have fun, to get into an adventure or any sporting event because I was afraid of a fall. I'd rather ensure that I give them the right protective gear, right? That I had the right personal protective equipment so that they could play safely without fear of a lasting damage. That's probably what Paul was speaking about in the book of Ephesians chapter six. Paul knew the mind of God for us. And he knew that God desires for us to live life freely without fear. God knows that life is to be lived. And he wants us to live that life abundantly. He knows the dangers in the world around us. And so God gives us the right kind of protection to keep us safe when evil happens around us. The head is where our brain is. It's where the brain sits. It's a home of intellect. It's where your mind is. And that's why the entire armor of God mentioned in Ephesians 6 was so that we could keep ourselves protected, guarded, away from danger. And I love that scripture. and I'm going to read a bit of it to you. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 says, a final word. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but we are fighting against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you'll still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the piece that comes from the good news, so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. I love this part. Put on salvation as your helmets, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Such a powerful few lines right there. Powerful, all-encompassing tool for us to stand as believers in the right way that God wants us to stand. Fully guarded, fully protected with all of our protective gear right on us. Put on salvation as your helmets. In this week's podcasts, we're going to be talking about mindsets, right? Because often as Christians, we are so caught up in the spirit realm that we forget that God made us tripartite beings. We are spirit first, okay? But we have our souls, we have our minds, right? And we live in a body. And all of these three areas need to be taken care of very well if we are to truly flourish and thrive as God desires for us on the earth. And that's why we're talking about the mind over the next two weeks. The whole series is talking about thriving in our enterprise, thriving in our place of purpose, our place of assignment, and thriving in our relationships, and we are starting from the mind. Our mind is a control center. It's where our thoughts come from. It's where our brains are, right? It's why God recommends, God's word recommends to us that we should guard that head, our head with the helmet of salvation because God knows that we need the right kind of mindset to truly thrive. It's a battle we're going to constantly face in our mind on a daily. It's why that helmet is a recommendation To protect us from injury when the enemy comes to bombard us, our minds with negative thoughts that want to make us feel like thriving is not for us. So what thoughts do you need to protect yourself from? Maybe you're wondering, will I ever be good enough for God's assignment for my life? Do I have what it takes to fill this assignment that God has called me to? Will I ever get to a point in my life where I am ready to step out and step up? Am I enough right now? I feel inadequate. I'm not even sure I can handle this assignment. I don't have what it takes. I need more money. I need more resources. I need more people. What are you thinking? Let me let you know that it's never going to be a better time than now. The enemy is never going to stop putting those thoughts in your mind. He's never going to keep throwing these thoughts at you. It's going to continue. It's why you need a helmet. It's why you cannot afford to ride without your head covered and protected. If your head is damaged, there's only little you can do with the rest of your armor. They'll be useless. Think about it. It's why we have to ensure that our helmet is in place. You can't go into the world, into the marketplace. You can't face your parenting, your, your children, Face your marriage, face your career without your helmet, without your protective gear. I've had the privilege of seeing my husband go to work sometimes with protective gear, right? He doesn't joke with it at all. He knows the danger that it's always looming around. And he knows that there's no better protection than his protective gear at that time, at his work. In fact, he won't even be allowed into some spaces without his gear on. The helmet of salvation that God wants us to live on represents the assurance of the salvation that we have as God's children. It's a confident belief in the realities of what Jesus did for us when he went to the cross to die in our place. He speaks of the assurance and boldness that we have to walk in the full benefit of our salvation. It is for us to guard that knowledge and that assurance constantly because it's one of the greatest places that the enemy seeks to attack us on a regular basis. He's always looking to attack our minds, to attack the assurance of God's gift of salvation to us. He knows that he can mess with the head and with the mind. And he knows that once he attacks that place and we let him, He's already messed with everything around us. The rest of those things are just easy pickings. really. The moment the enemy gets control of a person's mind, the rest is easy pickings. God has given us all that we need to stand against the lies, the wiles, the schemes of the enemy. But first, we must be willing to acknowledge that we are vulnerable without our protective gear. We must be willing to don this protective gear. And we must be prepared by strapping it in and buckling this protective gear in the right way. No shortcut here. We can't afford to do it anyhow. We need to buckle in safely. We need to come to a place of understanding that our minds need protection and we have to take the right steps to keep ourselves protected well enough. In some instances though, I've seen people go around without their protective gear. Why? What stops people, what stops us, what stops me sometimes from getting on my protective gear? Why do I leave home without being properly strapped? Why do I face my day? Why do I face my work, my parenting, my marriage? Why do I face all these things Without, a, without feeling a need to have my protective gear on. One of the things that I have seen from my personal experience is ignorance, right? Where we live in this bubble, where we fail to acknowledge the battle that we face daily and constantly. That's why the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, uh, it says in the Passion Translation, that so that we'll not be exploited by our adversary, Satan, for we know his clever schemes. We must understand that the enemy is crafty, cunning. He has clever schemes. We, we cannot afford to downplay the fact that the enemy wants to attack us. It doesn't mean that we always live in this constant fear, worry, anxiety about the enemy, but we should not be ignorant of a raging battle that leaves us unprotected because we're not sharp and ready. We have to ensure that we watch, we pray, we are on our guard. We don't leave ourselves unprotected because of ignorance. Another thing that can stop us from putting on our protective gear is pride. You know, you've seen people say, I'm a good rider. I've been doing it all my life. I don't need protective gear. I can handle this. I know the scriptures. What will a few days of not getting to the word do to me? I can go without praying today. I'll be fine. Pride goes before a fall. Scripture says in the book of Proverbs 11, um, chapter 16, verse 18, it says, pride goes before destruction, haughtiness before a fall. Can you see literally a fall, (laughs) right? You will fall if you're proud. You will fall and you will hurt yourself badly if you don't have your protective gear on you. Your helmet needs to be in place. And you know, that scripture says in the Passion Translation, Proverbs 16, 18 says, your boast becomes a prophecy of a future failure. The higher you lift yourself up in pride, the harder you fall in disgrace. May we not fall in disgrace in Jesus' name. May we not be too full of ourselves to get ourselves strapped in. May we not be too proud to take the protective gear that God has given to us. Amen. Another reason why some of us don't don our protective gear is a feeling of adequacy. You know, you feel like, I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. I'm invincible. I'm indestructible, right? And that's why the Bible says such confidence we have through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence come from God. My competence from comes from God. I don't want to ever feel like I'm adequate, like I've arrived, like I know it all. So if you are still in that space, I need you to test yourself today, I want to make my boasts only in the Lord because of my sufficiency. So maybe you're not doing your protective gear because you feel like I got it. No, you got nothing, <laughs> my sister. No, you got nothing, my brother. It's all about trusting in God's sufficiency. I'm not sufficient of my own self but I trust in the competence that comes from God. And another reason I want to talk about today that might stop you from you know, donning a protective gear is brokenness. This feeling of being undeserving. But guess what? The Bible says it's a gift. It is by grace we have been saved through faith. It's not from ourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not by works so that nobody can boast and say, well, I did it. Or we are all God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to, go, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. My salvation is a gift that God gave me so that I can do his good works. I'm gifted to serve. So I'm not going to allow any feeling of brokenness to stop me, right? I'm not going to allow anything to stop me, pride. I'm not allow, allowing anything to stop me, from donning my protective gear. If you won't let your little one ride without a helmet or get into the car without strapping them in properly into their car seats or booster seats, then why do you think that you don't need protective gear yourself? Why? This week, I want to remind you to get yourself geared up, protected against the wild schemes of the enemy. Don't let ignorance, fear, pride, feeling of, Inadequacy, feeling undeserving, leave you unprotected. Gear up and keep your helmet on at all times. Wow. I'm just so thankful that God has given us a way out. We have a helmet of salvation I can put on my head to protect me. I'm happy. I'm I'm grateful to God that I'm not left without hope. And I hope that that will be you this, this week as well. To go with the hope that you have a helmet of salvation to protect your mind. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for the gift of salvation. Not that I could ever afford this on my own. Not that I could ever afford this precious gift that I have given me, the gift of my faith. I'm so thankful that I have this gift. And so, Lord, from today, I surrender to you. Surrender my pride, my ignorance, my feeling of being invincible, my feeling of being undeserving to you. And I say from today, I will lean into you. I will surrender my all to you. I will take on the protective gear and salvation that you've given to me. I will protect my mind by continuing to work out my salvation with fear and with trembling. May my head continue to be guarded, protected, so that I can truly thrive in the assignment and in the purpose that you have ordained for me in the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much, my Lord Jesus, because you are our protection. Thank you, Lord, amen. Wow, glory to God, hallelujah. So in the next episode, we're going to be talking about practical tools to keep your mind safe. You don't want to miss that at all, okay? So please stay tuned for next week's episode and keep thriving and stay connected to Jesus. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. And so before you go, I want to remind you to ensure that you share this podcast with somebody who definitely needs to listen to it. What is growth if you're not doing it with your friends. So share away and don't forget to check the podcast notes to see how you can stay connected to our community here at familiesarising.org. Till next time, I'll see you. My name is Olusia Shiro. Take care and have an amazing and blessed week. Bye.